Welcome back to the Unfiltered Coach Podcast with myself, Landon Pobrin, and my lovely wife, Laura Pobrin. Hello, happy to be here. All right, so today we're going to jump in and talk about creating the ultimate content strategy to establish authority as an online coach. And what spurred this was we just spent the afternoon mapping out our content strategy that we are going to be executing. And we thought we would just love nothing more to actually just come and share this information with everybody listening because content strategy is so important when it comes to the coaching game. And you can really start to leverage some very key things. And we're going to dive into all of those things and kind of explain exactly what you need to do, why it's important. Yeah, I think to preface all of this, it's just important to say that when we first started creating content consistently, we were not creating as much content as we're planning on creating now. And it can be very overwhelming when you're first getting into it. I remember when, you know, it was hard for me to post on Instagram every day, let alone everything else that we have on the docket for the next little while. So, you know, if you're listening to what we're planning and what we're sharing and you feel completely overwhelmed, you know, reach out and we can have a conversation around where you're at and break it down for you a little bit further because it's not expected that everyone needs to be doing all of these things all the time. This is just where we've evolved into. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just taking it right from there, as an online coach, you are going to need to start to market yourself to build your business. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you're doing Everything simply comes down to one form of marketing or another. And one thing I tell all the clients that we work with is you always need to be implementing short and long-term strategies within your business. Mm -hmm. And content is a long-term marketing strategy. Nobody is going out and doing a couple of posts on Instagram and just like netting clients like bank. You know, I I do have some clients that do. I do have some clients that it just seems to come a little bit easier to them, but they're the anomaly. They're the they're the one percent, not the ninety nine. And for most of us, there's going to be very key things we can do with our marketing that are going to be short term, like you know some of the campaigns and you know little ninja hacks we teach our clients. But content really comes down to one of those long term plays because it does certain things like helps you you know, build authority and become the leader and the expert within your niche and within your industry and among your peers Mm -hmm. and in the eyes of your ideal client. But another thing that it does is by publishing and doing content, it helps you find your voice as a coach. That's exactly what I was going to say if you missed that point, because like when I when I'm working with new coaches, I always tell them the number one reason why I'm asking you to produce this content is not for your clients. It's not even to get clients. It's just for you to practice sharing your message over and over and over again and to figure out what that message even is and really dissect it down into a few key pillars of what makes you different or what sets you apart. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I really just kind of want to dig in. You yeah, know, we, we mapped this all out and kind of what I want to do for everybody listening is start with what we're doing and work backwards. Okay. okay? So yeah. I kind of want to start with a little bit more advanced and kind of work back. And I'm going to walk you through three or four stages that you can kind of use as an evolution of this and then kind of direct you guys to some materials I have where I, you can I can educate you on this more. Sounds good. So. First things first is I kind of break this down into two categories. So we need to look at our pillar content. So the things that we are creating on a week to week basis 
And then we need to look at our distribution platforms. Mm -hmm. So for us personally, our big pillar pieces of content that we're creating is three podcasts a week. We are each writing one blog post a week and we are each doing a video. And this is a content video that is going to be used for marketing. So it's kind of educational and teaching. Those are the big pillar pieces of content. Outside of that, we are also very, very active on Instagram. And for many of you listening, Instagram is going to be that pillar piece of content for you, Mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Now, when it comes to distribution platforms, that is where we are going to be actually taking the content that we've produced and sharing it with the world. Mm -hmm. And the big and really, really important thing with all of this is then this is something we need to scaffold on as, as we grow. So. This is not where we started when we entered into this game, you know, six, seven, however many years ago it was Mm -hmm. now. This is something that we have established and built upon and added little by little until we've gotten to a point where we're able to actually execute all of this flawlessly. Right. There was a time where we struggled to post on Instagram each day. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, what do you mean? We had a social media manager helping us just like guide us and give us suggestions. She's like, yeah, just post every day. No big deal. And we're like, yeah, no, I can't. And looking back now, that was probably some fear, you know, that was probably just lack of clarity around what our messaging was or should be or whatever. And um, it was overwhelming ultimately, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you need to know that it takes time. It's just like working with a nutrition client. You have to give a habit, give it a period of time until it just becomes habitual. And then you start to scaffold and build upon the strategy from there. Cool. So distribution platforms, this is where we, you know, we put our content out there into the world. Mm -hmm. So let's say you write a blog post. Well, that's going to be distributed on your website. But that also can be distributed in other places. So here's a few distribution platforms. You're going to have, you know, your website. You might have your Instagram profile. You might have your Facebook profile. You might have a podcast. You might have a YouTube channel. You might do email marketing. And those are going to be kind of like the five pillar distribution channels. Right. There's going to be other ones. Like you might be active on LinkedIn. You might be active on Twitter. And, you know, whatever it is, you simply need to try and get that out so that we are creating an omnipresence, which is literally just trying to be in the eyes of everybody being everywhere all the time so that we are just simply seen and we are getting our message in front of people. Yeah, I think that that one of the biggest pieces where people fall with this is they write a blog and they put it on their website and then they just let it sit there and they do nothing else with it. And I'm so... Uh, I've done that before. I'm so guilty of that, you know, and I know a lot of coaches who just get into the game. They're like, no one's reading my blogs. It's on my website. No one sees it. Well, yeah, because you're not using every channel at your in your toolkit to get it out there in front of people. And it also makes it a lot more simple to take one piece of content and distribute it everywhere rather than trying to come up with unique pieces of content for every distribution channel. Right. Absolutely. You have to repurpose your content, but I want to come back to that because that's a very good point, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. So let's, we're just going to kind of walk through and I call this, this is our war plan. This is our content war machine. So 
coming back to our pillar content, we're putting out three podcasts a week. And then we distribute that through email. We put that out on Facebook. We put those out on Instagram, in our feed and in our stories. We put that out on YouTube, which is something we're going to be starting to do and enter into that Mm -hmm. platform as well. And this also goes and lives on our website. So any one of these platforms, people interact differently on different platforms. Some people are more active online and blogs. Some people are on Facebook. Some are on Instagram. And if we're only hanging out in one of these playgrounds, we're missing out on a vital part. Yeah. So, and then we also have our blogs. Our blogs are being written and emailed out to our clients. It's on our website. We're sharing it on Facebook. We're sharing that content on Instagram. Same thing with our videos, email, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, website. You can see this recurring theme with what we're doing. And it can be very, very daunting, like you said. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody creates a, a blog post and it's like, oh, well, what do I do? But then they're also asking the question, well, what do I post on Instagram? And what do I post on Facebook? And we need to, we can start to leverage the concept of content repurposing. Right. So if I have an idea, I might walk into the week with a very core idea. You know, I did this, you know, a week or two ago with content surrounding free or paid challenges. So what did I do? I wrote an article on my blog on running free or paid challenges and how to leverage that as an online coach. Then I then took that, I wrote a post on Facebook, a short and condensed version of that, and then I drove people and said, if you want more information, go and read my blog. I did the exact same thing in a unique form on Facebook. I then went and wrote an email to my email list where I talked about free and paid challenges and I linked back to my blog. I then also did a video where I talked and taught the exact same content that I'm now going to put on YouTube. I'm also going to run some paid traffic to that. And you did a podcast on it. And then I also did a podcast (laughs) on it. So now I just created like six or seven pieces of content from one idea. And people are getting so caught up with thinking that everything has to be super, super unique. And it doesn't. Mm -mm. The thing is, is that some people that watch the video on Facebook aren't on my email list. Yeah. And some of the people that are on my email list, they might not open that one because at the time of getting that email, you know, they weren't intrigued by, you know, running a a free or paid challenge at that time. But then that same person might, you know, see it on my podcast. Right. So I'm just getting in front of all of these people, wherever they are, meeting them where they're at, but also making it easier on ourselves as coaches and content creators to not always having to create a new idea every single day on every single platform. I think too, it's important to make a note that, you know, even if somebody sees your video on Facebook and then they open your email and they read that exact same concept in the email, and then let's just say they listen to your podcast too and you're talking about the same thing again, You know, people need to hear the same message over and over and over again before they're ready to take action and actually contact you potentially, or for it to even sink in for them to take action in their own business or their own lives and start to make some changes that you're suggesting. You know, that's a very key part of marketing that a lot of people don't understand is repetition. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know, there's there's mixed statistics. I think it's there's been things where it says you you have to get your message in front of your target audience eight times before they're going to take yeah. action on who it. And who <laughs> knows what the statistics are because we're blasted with millions and millions of ads every single right. time. But we just we need to get to a point where we can create more content mm-hmm. because it is simply allowing us to 
build our platform and our authority online. Yeah. Yes, things are there for short term, but we need to be thinking long term and we need to be thinking how we can leverage things. Yeah. You know, my mindset around Instagram is slowly shifting to I'm using this platform to be a distribution point for other pieces of content. Yeah. I really want to push with our podcast. Instagram is now going to be a means to push people to my podcast. Right. You know, it's you start to reframe these things in your mind and you think about them a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. I think one last key piece there is when, when you're first getting going and you're creating your own content strategy and you're in your head about, well, I don't want to talk about this again, or I just spoke about this last week, understanding that a lot of that doubt or that a lot of that second guessing is rooted more in your relationship with yourself and the stories you're telling yourself about whether people want to hear your message or what you're, if what you're sharing is even worth sharing, you know, as new coaches, we always go through this, this beginning stage of, am I good at what I do? You know, like, do people actually want to like listen to this? And you allow that self doubt to be all consuming, right? I know I did in the beginning. And so just be very aware of that. Like when you're second guessing yourself, is this based in reality? Is this based in truth? Is it factual? Or is this a story you're telling yourself because you're scared? Yeah, absolutely. And I think even on the flip side with experienced coaches, I've had clients of mine that have been in the game for so long, they have forgotten more than the people that are coming into this game. Know. Right. Yeah, totally. And they, they often forget that they may have been in this game and training for 20, 30 years and then the content that they're putting out, they they forget that people don't understand the basics. Right. And they're like, holy shit, like I didn't realize that people would be interested in these things. Yeah. And we have to remove our bias and where we're at and realize that, you know, where were we five years ago mm -hmm. or 10 years ago? What did we need to know at that point in time? And also... There's always a new person entering the game. Right. There is always somebody, regardless of if you taught that a year ago, there's still people that have no idea what that is today. Right. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said bias, because I think a lot of us get caught creating content that we like or we value. And we forget that our ideal client is not where we are right now, you know, so check yourself is are you speaking to you are you speaking to your peers because you want them to validate you or are you actually putting content out that's speaking to your ideal client right because ultimately if you're seeking validation that's an ego play and you need to check yourself and you have to make sure that you're coming back to the purpose of the content and to feeling like you're actually creating impact in the lives of the people you're trying to reach so let's let's dig in. I want to give you some very, very actionable steps here. Cool. So it. you're sitting here, you're listening, you want to create your own content strategy to amplify your business, your authority. So the first thing you need to do is establish what are, is going to be your pillar content. Is that going to be solely, you know, posting on Instagram or are you going to go into the written word and start blogging? Are you going to, are you really good on video like video? Is it going to be, you know, maybe YouTube? Mm -hmm. Is that core going to be audio? Do you want to launch a podcast? Establish what your core pillar for your content is going to be. Establish your distribution platform. And I can't urge you enough. Do not bite off more than you can chew. Yeah. And here we go. I, I just want to run through four stages that I kind of have as a little freebie. But as you're just getting into the game, 
you know, you're probably going to want to focus on, you know, posting on Instagram, your feed probably five to seven times a week on your stories every single day, you know, doing probably at least one Facebook or Instagram live a week and then focusing on direct outreach, which is something that I do actually have a freebie for as well. If you go to www.mydmsecrets.com, you can get my direct outreach strategy. But, you know, reaching out to probably at least five new people, starting five new conversations a day. If you want to go up a level, go into stage two, you want to do everything I just said and then add in emailing weekly. So picking one piece of pillar content, whether that be a blog or a podcast or a YouTube video and create that content and then email it out to your email list once a week. All right. So that's going to be the biggest thing. One piece of those pillar content a week and emailing it to your list, scaffolding it on top of that social media strategy. And then as we get into a little bit more advanced, we're going to call this stage three. You're going to do all of the above but we're going to expand upon that pillar content. So where you might have just been doing one blog or one video or one podcast, sending that to your email list and on social media, now you're going to do one blog, one podcast, one email, and then sending all of those out. Sorry, one blog, one podcast, one video, and emailing that to your list. So you might be sending you know one to five emails to your email list a week. Now, when we really, really want to add some fuel to the fire here, and this is where we kind of turn this into the war machine, and this is what, you know, Laura and myself are doing, is then we start to add in monthly live trainings to our email list. And we start to add in various things like success stories into the mix. And we start to add in, you know, paid advertising into the mix and really, really start to amplify this. But you have to understand you cannot start there because if you do, you will be so overwhelmed and so burnt out mm-hmm. because it is a lot. Yeah. And as we start to get more advanced, we start to go into things where we might need additional support. Yeah. We might need somebody to edit a video or do post-production on a podcast, or we might need somebody that knows what the fuck a Facebook ad is and how to run one. <laughs> you know, we're lucky in that we have some of these skill sets, but we have additional support with some of these things we have additional people on our team that can support us now and there was a point in time probably maybe a year ago where we we tried to roll out a similar content strategy but we were working full-time at our gym and we had all these things going on and we just didn't have the bandwidth to do it no and that's okay you need to pick what you can do and master it with extreme consistency And then only when you can add something into the mix. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I think that goes for anything in life. You know, you can't start running. You have to start walking. So just think about what you would say to your clients. You know, it's, it's easy as coaches to get down on ourselves and to be hard on ourselves and just expect that we should be able to do all of these things. Right. But at the end of the day, you need to meet yourself where you're at. You know, if you have two hours a week where you can create content right now, great, block that out, but don't expect yourself to write a blog and edit a podcast and film a video and you know post on Instagram all in those two hours. It's just not going to happen. You're setting yourself up for failure. Absolutely. You got to take it to the, the next step, just like Laura said, is you need to start as you break all this down, you know, what content you're creating, where it's going, 
You got to put that in your fucking schedule yeah. or else it's never going to get done. No. On Monday, I'm going to write this article. You know, every morning you have, you know, your social media time where you're going to put out a post and then you're going to, you know, do your direct outreach. It has to become part of your routine every single week. These need to become your foundational revenue generating habits mm-hmm. because they are bringing you closer towards your end goal. You're not going to see the payoff right away, but you have to put the time in in order to see the end result. Yeah, 100%. I have nothing to add to that. It's great. So, you know, the only thing that we left out is what content should you create? So it just so happens that Laura actually has a free training at catalystmasterclass.com where she actually goes over how to refine your message and how to pull things out, how to utilize your story and what you've been through to be able to connect with your ideal client. So we'll link that up in the show notes, but take this content strategy, do the training so that you can refine your message. You can find that at catalystmasterclass.com. We'll link that up in the show notes. And until next time, we'll talk soon. Bye for now.